It's time for Paying It Forward with Josephine Jirasi. Everyone has learned lessons in life during their lifetime. Some good, some bad. But from everyone, there has been something learned. And now it's time to share that knowledge. It's called Paying It Forward. Here, these lessons learned are then paid forward to you. With you, Paying It Forward too. Josephine put her professional career on hold after the birth of her first child and turned her attention to being a full-time mother. Well, three kids later, Josephine started her own company, MyMomKnowsBest.com and Glovies, but was dismayed by a lack of information that people would share to help entrepreneurs be successful. That's where Paying It Forward was born. This is Paying It Forward on Triggynet.com. And now, here's your host, Josephine Jirasi. Well, good morning, everyone. It's Josephine here, and I want to thank you for being a part of Paying It Forward this morning. We have a wonderful guest today, which um, many of you know because um, Blythe Lipman has been on our show several times before. She's probably the one guest that I've, I've had on the most because we actually just love to hang out and chat and inform you guys of what to women entrepreneurs are trying to do in this world. So before we bring Blythe on today, what I'd like to do is share with you my business tip of the week. So I was having a great conversation yesterday with somebody, and um, we were talking about the fact that there are so many small businesses out there. A lot, um, Blythe and I actually were part of the Mom Entrepreneur Support Group years ago, when um, Tracy Bisson was in charge of it. And I just remember a lot of the women always asking, it's a catch-22. I am doing, I'm wearing 10 different hats in my company and I'm getting overwhelmed and I can't get to everything that needs to be done. What am I supposed to do? Because my business is not making enough money for me to actually hire somebody to come in and help me. And I was having this chat with somebody yesterday, and she made such a valid point. She said, of course, many of us know how to do many tasks. It's not that we don't know how to do it. The problem is there's only 24 hours in the day, and there's no possible way we can really do everything that needs to be done if you're going to run your business or try to bring your business to the next level. So what she had suggested was, Try to outsource as much as you possibly can and have in your mind that it's only a temporary situation. So in other words, if you feel that you need to hire somebody, you know, to manage your database, you know, the best thing you could possibly do as a business owner is get the database together yourself. Make sure it's completely fully up to date. Write down the system that you want, that you currently do in order to keep that current, that database current. And once you have that running smoothly for yourself, that would be a perfect opportunity for you to hand it over, perhaps to a virtual assistant that you can hand 100 business cards to and they can just type that stuff into your database. So that is my business tip of the week. Hire, outsource, Hire a virtual assistant, outsource, but remember, it doesn't have to be forever. You can just do it temporarily until your business makes enough money that you can hire somebody yourself. So with that, 
I can't wait to bring Blythe on the show. Blythe, as everybody knows, is the radio host that comes on right after my show here, right on Toginet. And um, we're going to actually be talking a lot about the holidays. You know, with tomorrow being Halloween and the holidays right around the corner, there's lots to talk about regarding paying it forward and the holidays. But with that, welcome, Blythe. How are you doing this morning? I'm good. Thanks for having me on the show. I love hanging out with you on your show. It's so much fun. <laughs> we always think we're going to talk about one thing. Now we talk about something else. And it's all interesting and important for all of us women entrepreneurs. I agree, Blythe. So, Blythe, um, why don't you – I feel like my listeners already know you. But why don't you <laughs> – here's your plug. Go ahead. Tell us all about – you want to start with your radio show and then tell us about the great books? Absolutely. You, you Thank have a brand you. new book out. Okay, go ahead, boy. I do. Well, if you're listening, just keep listening, whether you're on the, your iPad, your iPod, your Android. Keep it going because I have a radio show, as Josephine said, right after called Baby and Toddler Instructions. And I have great guests, and they talk about everything baby, toddler, parent, women. Um, next week, I'm going to have an esthetician that I love, and she has great tips when your kids get a cold. And today, though, we're going to have a birthday party. So yes. if you're listening and you want to call in, I'll give you the number at the beginning of my show. I love doing my show, and I love having Josephine on the show as well. Um, also, I have written a number of books. My newest is Help! My Toddler Came Without Instructions, and it's everything you want to know non-medical about toddlers from It's My Potty and I'll Try If I Want To, <laughs> to traveling, to play dates, to take your finger out of your nose, um, those habits, you know, that kids find holes in their bodies and they want to know what they do or are, and preschools, everything toddler, and that is after help my baby came without instructions, which is everything baby. Also, let's see, I blog, I post, I do a lot of social media, and I do want to say that not everybody knows, but I am available to do telephone or video consults and also if you live in Arizona I will come into your home and do a consult for anything non-medical you know your child won't go to sleep they won't they won't listen you're having a hard time potty training I've helped many parents with with many of those issues and they're not problems they're just issues because let's face it none of us you know none of us had instructions when we had our children oh my. and Blythe, you're so right about Blythe. that. I'll tell you, we all call Blythe Mary Poppins. And what <laughs> I would have given, Blythe, for you to have lived in New York when I had my first child, because no matter how much you witness other people having children, it's nothing <laughs> It's nothing like, like it when you have your own. Because, I mean, I was on the phone with my mother all hours of the night, and I'm sure my mother would have loved you living in New York too, Blythe. <laughs> <laughs> But um, that's I'm so happy that you gave us all of your background and everybody who has a toddler, they really have to go get your book because I absolutely love your book. It's well written and don't forget, Glovies is in there, right, Blythe? <laughs> you know what? Glovies is, is in a couple of the chapters. I love Glovies, but I forgot to say one thing. My website is babyinstructions.com. And that connects to everything, to the books, to the appointments, to the blogs. But you do have to get the book because I'm not going to tell you which pages Glovies are on. But <laughs> they're in really important chapters and everybody should have Glovies too. Hey, maybe we should make a package set. 
that could be a good thing. Loveys and books. Hey, that sounds good. Like Q, QVC, here we come. That's right. <laughs> After Shark good. Tank, first Shark Tank. I know. We're still working on the Shark Tank thing. You know, I made, I kind of made a commitment last week to my listeners that I'm going to work on the first quarter of 2014 to get on Shark Tank. But it's not so much, I feel pretty confident, Blight, that I can get on the show. But I want to get on the show and make the right impact. I don't want to get on that show and you know how cruel they can be. They're very cruel. I think you take a I think you take a child in there with paint all over them. <laughs> and then you take another one and show how because you can't obviously take a restroom on the show, so Right. Well, I can see the kids, camera. My kids are so afraid they don't want me to go on it. They're like, No, mommy, please, no, they're so mean. And my poor kids are tortured as we watch Shark Tank every single week. So it's just I love it. I think it's a great show for entrepreneurs. There's so much that we can learn from everybody. And as mean as they are they seem to appear on the show, I gotta tell you, Blythe, I don't think they're so mean. I think it's reality TV and they have to do what they have to do to get the audience all, you know crazy <laughs> well I think you're right I don't think you know somebody has to win and somebody has to lose and that's a reality in our life you know starting with the first soccer game your child plays but you're right if they just sat there and they were blah I don't think we'd like the show yeah no I think you're so right but it's a lot oh. to get ready <gasps> I forgot to unplug my phone sorry that's okay <laughs> live so- radio Live radio. Yeah, that's okay, Blythe. At least the dog's not barking and the landscapers aren't blowing the leaves now. (laughs) So, all right. So, Blythe, we have less than three minutes to the first segment of the show. But but when we come back, I really, you know, I was reading an article the other day and it said, the title of the article was, What Are You Doing to Prepare Your Business for the Holidays? And I thought it was really kind of interesting because – When you think of retail stores, I mean, we're getting ready to go into the winter season. I bet you they're already thinking about the spring. And as business owners, I think we have to shift gears and always be ready and prepared for what we're, you know, for what's ahead of us, probably six months out. What do you think about that, Blythe? Are you there? I think they're, they prepared like the minute, you know, Christmas was over. Or maybe New Year's they start preparing because it's such that's when supposedly they make all their money. But, you know, the times have changed. So it's going to be a good discussion when we come back, because I know we both have our points of view. And, um, you know, and also Black Friday is coming up before we know it. That's another big one. I can't believe it. I cannot believe how fast this year really went. No. But um, but Blythe, before. I know we're going to talk about a lot of things, but tell me, what are your thoughts about the holiday cards? Do you do a special holiday cards for for your clients? You know, the first year I was in business, I did. What I've done in the past couple years, I've done online cards. I don't like it. To me, it's cheesy. But I'll tell you what, what I found myself is people go, no, I didn't get that card. Or, you know, they look at the card and they throw it in the trash can. And you put all this money out. I hate to right. say it, especially we're struggling. A lot of us with small businesses are struggling. And even to put out that extra $7,500, I think you can do it online just as nicely. And you can put pictures and you can even, you know, sometimes if you go to a client, like I'll take a baby and a mother that I went to and actually put their pictures on the card. 
you know, oh, and scatter cute. pictures all over. So you can make them a part of it a lot easier and for less money. If we're, you know, with the business, you have to be careful what, where we put our money. Yeah, I agree with you 100%. But I do think it, no matter how you do it, you should really try to reach out to your clients, your customers, and just say thank you for your business. You know, you're really appreciated because I think that goes a long way, Blythe. Oh, I do too. And I don't think it's a time to, to offer them a special. I want to talk to you about that when we come back because a lot of people will say, come next year and you can get 10% off. I really want to talk about that. Okay, that sounds great. So we're going to take a quick break now. And everyone, please stay with us. We have Blythe Lippman. And thanks for being with us here on Paying It Forward. Stay with us. We'll be right back with more Paying It Forward with Josephine Jirasi right after these on toginet.com. Shh, listen, something is brewing. The beautiful business evolution is coming. The way we do business is about to change for the better forever. This is real business at its very best. On Beautiful Business Radio, you will learn what it means to truly prosper, how to nourish yourself and your business, how to earn what you deserve and make a difference in the world. The tide is rising. The change is here. Discover a new way to live, love, and partner with yourself and your business on Philippa Rollins Presents Beautiful Business Radio where you matter and your business thrives every Tuesday at 3 p.m. Central Standard Time, only here on the WooHoo Radio Network. Have you been laid off, fired, downsized, right-sized, or re-engineered out of a job? Are you unemployed or anticipate that possibility? Then tune in for Successfully Unemployed, hosted by Alan Sherwood, MBA, president of Sherwood Consulting Service. Successfully Unemployed will provide you a hope-filled and comprehensive approach to the job search process from an author who's experienced it all. Alan and his guests will cover all dimensions of a job search, physical tasks, mental attitude, emotional health, even one spiritual perspective. All must be integrated in order for a person to be successfully unemployed so they can then be successfully employed. This show is designed to help you move forward from job loss to finding or creating more fulfilling work. For more on Alan Sherwood, MBA, and the show, check out his website, SuccessfullyUnemployed.com. Then join us for Successfully Unemployed with Alan Sherwood, MBA. Thursday nights at 8, 7 Central here on Toginet.com. Welcome back to Paying It Forward, the show dedicated to helping every entrepreneur be more successful as we discuss accomplishments, lessons learned, and sharing those ideas. Now, let's get back to Paying It Forward with Josephine Jirasi on toginet.com. Well, welcome back, everyone. It's Josephine here, and I have Blythe Lipman with us as our wonderful guest. But before we get started with our second segment here, I have to say a big, big happy birthday to Blythe. Blythe, how did I go the whole segment without saying happy birthday? Oh, gosh, I don't know. I, you know, thank you. I'm really excited. I love my birthday, and but this is a big one. I'm not saying how old I am. Well, I'm 30. But right. no. <laughs> that sounds, sounds good. You know, 30 times a couple. Anyway, I, 
it's really interesting because I woke up this morning and went, I can't be this old. I don't feel any different. <laughs> I feel the same. I know, but you look said, great. Thank you. Thank you. You look great. And we have lots to celebrate as the years go on. I mean, seriously, I never thought I would feel this way. But sometimes I look back and I say, I loved being in my 20s or my 30s. But as we get older, I'm just like, wow, I've got so many life experiences under my belt. I'm not so sure I want to go all the way back there. <laughs> no, I agree. You know, I wouldn't. I agree. I wouldn't either be unless I could take what I know now back. Yeah, of course. That sounds great. But all right, Blythe, let's talk about our businesses and getting ready for the holidays. It sounded like you were bursting out of the seams and you wanted to mention something. I was. And I I want to know your opinion. You know, I see I'll get my own birthday card, you know, from another business. And it's great. And I'll say like you do, I'll look and go, isn't that nice that they remembered me? But then there'll be a coupon and it will say, use this coupon by by January 15th and get 15% off. And I, you know, I that turns you off. My food. Sometimes it does. And sometimes I think, well, you know what? It is the holidays. Maybe the, the business is thinking I'll give this to somebody that doesn't know about their business. And I, I'm on the fence. Sometimes it's a turn off and sometimes it's a turn on. I, I know, know. One, one of the retail stores that I frequent probably too often, <laughs> um, they do send me a birthday gift. And the gift is a certain percentage off of clothing. So um, I hear what you're saying. I hear what you're saying, Blythe. But I don't know. I kind of like it, to be honest with you. I, I think don't think there's a right or wrong. I think, yeah. you know what, I don't think there's a right or wrong, but I wanted to bring it up because, you know, many times people go, well, this, is, this isn't this is even a birthday, a Christmas wish or a holiday wish. You know, they just want business because I've heard people say that. And it's like, wait a minute. Yeah. I'm not sure if I would consider doing that for Glovies. Unless I would, uh, no, I, I'm not sure I would do that. I like the idea of sending a really nice card with a handwritten note. I think that goes a far way. You know what's happening with Glovies right now, um, Blythe? I put Glovies on Amazon. And for the first month, I was actually pickpacking and shipping my Glovies from the office and sending it out myself. So when I printed out the invoice, I was able to handwrite a note on it to thank them for the order. And then I decided to do fulfillment by Amazon. I thought I would give that a shot. And I have to tell you, I really miss not being able to have that connection with my customers to just say, thank you. I know you're going to enjoy Glovies because I have to tell you, when I went to Amazon and saw my reviews, somebody actually wrote that, that they loved the fact that they had a handwritten note from me. And I think when it comes to the holidays, I almost think that if you're going to send a coupon to somebody, maybe the best way to do that is via email, that they can open up that coupon via the email. But me personally, I I would prefer to keep it separate. But my holiday card, the message is, it's really been great getting to know you. Thank you for your business. And that's it. You I know what? Know, that's my take. I think that's, I think that's really good because many times I've talked on my show about how we don't get letters anymore. You know, we get everything email. We don't get the phone calls. And I think that's really a nice thing to do. Right. And I like, I like that. Go on, go online. You know what? 
go online or just go online, take a look at my website because you're right, it is more personal and we don't get the personal stuff. But then again, what I said before, I think too, you have to look at your business and the expenses and how important is that. I remember when I did my first book, Help My Baby Came Without Instructions, I self-published and I did exactly what you did. I wrote a little note and I sent a thing in and I I love doing it. I said, you know, I have a great time with the baby and call me and, you know, I just really love the connection with the new parents. But what happened to me and I'm crossing my fingers, it will happen to you, not in a bad way. Right. <laughs> but that you get so busy, you don't have time to do that. Because what happened is I couldn't fulfillment is tough when you're trying to do everything else. And, you know, to start sending out lots of books with lots of handwritten everything, um, it, it got out of control for me. Of course, I have a publisher now. But the one thing I would say with a biz- to a business owner, if you're going to do something handwritten like the wonderful thing that you do, uh-huh. don't print it. I, You know what? Handwrite it. When I get something that's like printed 40, you know, you can see it's a printed thing that somebody's cut out. To me, that's like getting an email. Sure. Yeah, I agree with you 100%. But Blythe, tell me, what are your plans to try to get your book sold? Uh, I I guess a little boost in sales for the holidays. Do you have a plan of action? I am just really giving a big social media push. And I was in Parents Magazine in September, and I'm going to be quoted in Parents Magazine again. So my feeling is you have to connect everything, your magazine. Every time I write a blog, I just wrote a Halloween blog. I think you social media is the name of the game. And like you were talking about getting virtual, virtual assistants, you know, if that's the way to go, I think you have to have a presence wherever you are because if people don't know, you know, I have books or you have gloves, then you're not going to make a sale. And it's almost... Sometimes I think this is so obnoxious. You know, I've gone on Twitter two or three times today, and I've connected things back to my website or my radio show, but then people know you're there. Yeah, absolutely. I think it's important. Often I would say I I would reply to a query. You know, I'm a big believer in Harrow, even though I have to tell you I so many people know about Harrow now, maybe because of my radio show, because I talk about it so much. Like, it's really hard to get the attention of a lot of um, the magazines. I think it's a little harder now than it was a couple of years ago. But um, what's my point here, Blythe? I guess my point is that the few times that I said to myself, oh, I don't know why I'm wasting my time. I don't know why I'm doing this. Those opportunities that came back to me were astounding. I'm telling you, that's how I ended up on ABC Nightline News because of one quote in um, in the San Francisco Chronicle, and it blows my mind how you just have to keep keep at it. Do you remember you, what it was? Your quote. You know what? That was when the swine flu hit, and I. I, I think I was saying that my mom, I was one of 11 kids. My mom wasn't as paranoid about germs as we are today. But I also said my mom did not get a flyer in the backpack of her, you know, two-year-old saying that somebody in their direct immediate class had swine flu. So I guess that's what I'm saying is that I'm glad I took the opportunity to reply 
because then what happened was a producer of ABC Nightline News happened to be reading the article, and then they had called me and did this whole big thing on TV. So it sounded, you know, it all worked out in the end. You know, um, before, can you can you say what Harrow is? Because I know I've said it a number of times and people don't know what it is. Yeah, it's help a reporter out. And um, it switched ownership. I don't know. Blythe, do you think since they switched the ownership, it changed a little? I see the same thing. See, for me, I answer a lot of things on Harrow, but I don't I don't get a lot of replies. And I always wonder, I'll go back, you know, I'll forget. And then I'll go back three months later and say, did you ever use what I said? And they'll go, oh, yeah, we forgot to tell you. So that's the one thing I see with Harrow that you have to stay on top of because I guess everybody's so busy, they forget to tell you if they actually use what you've sent in because, you know, it does take time too. Yeah. You know what I used to do, Blythe, when I really invested a lot of time doing those queries? I would Google my name and I made sure I Googled my name quite a bit. That would be a good way to see that you were quoted as well, just as a backup. Oh, that's a great idea. Yeah. So um, let's see what's going on now, Blythe. You know, when we come back, I came across an article that I thought was really quite interesting. And it's all about sales because, I mean, I'm stuck on Shark Tank now because I feel like (laughs) I'm studying them. But one thing they say about businesses is that in order for your business not to be a hobby, you really have to show sales. Otherwise, you we really have businesses if we don't have sales. So when we come back, I thought maybe I would share with you and my listeners this great article, Seven Tips to Selling to More Profitable Stores. And I think some of this stuff applies to even selling books. And I thought it was quite interesting. And um, maybe this can help boost some sales for the holidays as well. So let's see. Well, we're going to come back. Do... We're going to yeah. come back in a few minutes, I can see. But I want to say one thing. Well, since this is not my show, but I want to say. <laughs> yeah. Go ahead. It's you know, all yours. Your, your show is about paying it forward and giving back. And I have to say, this time of year, we get so many phone calls asking for donations or for, you know, not just clothing, for money donations on all that. And I, if, if you have the time during the show, I want to say a few things about that because last night I had a phone call from somebody and it was, it was for a donation to give to a children's organization. And, and the man that was on the line, he was so rude that I actually, and this is terrible. I hope he doesn't come to my house and shoot me, but I actually called him back and I said, and I just said, you're trying to get donations for a children's, you know, a children's organization. And what kind of an attitude is that? I, I got really upset. So if you would like me to share more about that, because I know we're all going to get these phone calls. That's a great idea. The holidays. So something else in case we run out of something to talk, which we'll talk about, which we never will. Right. <laughs> no, but when we come back, I do want to hear how you handled that, Blythe. So it's funny that you should bring that up because I also got, you know, the food pantry. And I always loved sending in the food with the kids for school. So it is paying it forward. Boy, this is a time of the year to pay it forward but with that we will be back shortly everyone hang in there we have Blythe Littman with us today thanks everyone
We'll be right back with more Paying It Forward with Josephine Girasi right after these on Toginet.com. Get the competitive edge and take your success to the next level with the Gold Medal Success Show and your host, Forrest Fisher, six-time U.S. National Gold Medalist. Tune in every Thursday morning at 8 a.m. Central, 6 Pacific, here on the Rockstar Radio Network as Forrest gives you access into the mindset of true champions and helps you apply these success principles to your life and business for immediate results. Each show will feature guest athletes and business experts who have achieved tremendous success and are ready to share their stories of struggle, glory, tragedy, and triumph. Revealing tips and strategies Forrest and these guest experts use to propel themselves to world-class success. Many people live their whole lives wanting more. The Gold Medal Success Show will demonstrate that anyone can have a more fulfilling and satisfying life when they put a few basic principles into play. Make every day game day with the Gold Medal Success Show each Thursday morning at 8 a.m. Central here on the Rockstar Radio Network. Are you the kind of parent who just wants their kids to live the life of their dreams? Well, grab your kids and join How to Raise a Millionaire Radio with Ann Morgan James and Jack James. It's a lively interview and calling show, Thursday, 6 p.m. Central on the Rockstar Radio Network. This dynamic mother and son team are on a mission. They want to empower kids to dream big and go after those dreams with gusto. They want to fill the world with kid entrepreneurs. Are your kids ready for success? Don't miss their fun annex, lively guests, and discussions. For more on Ann and Jack and their show, check out their website, howtoraisemillionaire.com. Then join the conversation of lively interviews and call-ins, and let's give our kids the tools and encouragements they need to build a future they can bank on, no matter what the economy throws their way. It's How to Raise a Millionaire Radio with Ann Morgan James and Jack James, Thursdays, 6 p.m. Central on the Rockstar Radio Network. Welcome back to Paying It Forward, the show dedicated to helping every entrepreneur be more successful as we discuss accomplishments, lessons learned, and sharing those ideas. Now, let's get back to Paying It Forward with Josephine Girasi on toginet.com. Well, welcome back, everyone. It's Josephine here, and we have Blythe Lipman with us. So, Blythe, before break, you were telling us a story about somebody calling from a children's charity asking for a donation. And you said that you were put in the position that you really felt like you had to call him back. What happened? You know, I am, I try to be nice on the phone because we all get these calls and it's annoying and they come at dinner time or they come, you know, we live in Arizona and people don't realize it's either five o'clock in the morning or 10 o'clock at night because our time never changes. So last night a, a man called, he said he was a policeman and he was calling for a children's charity. And I said, are you asking for a money donation? And he said, yes. And I said, well, you know what? I don't mean to be rude, but I just really can't do anything this year. But put me on the list and call me next year. And he went, yeah, whatever. And he slammed the phone down. Wow. I was so upset that I picked up the phone and called the man back. He didn't answer, but I left a message and I said, if you are actually a policeman, I really value what you do for our world to try to keep it safe. But you really need to do an attitude check because if you're calling for a children's charity, it's not a very nice way to talk to somebody because you never know what's going on in somebody else's life. So 
And I said, and I'm probably a lot older than you since it's my birthday. (laughs) (laughs) I said, you ought to really stop and take a breath and think before you talk to the next person that you call. Because I I thought, this is terrible. Nobody's going to do that. Anyway, that's how I handled it. And I was sitting here thinking about this in your show. And I thought, you know, we all want to pay it forward. And it doesn't necessarily mean that we... You know, we have to give money to everything every time everybody asks us, but there's a lot of different ways to pay it forward and give it back, you know, give back. And especially during the holidays, people call a lot. You know, like you said, there's food banks and there's all kinds of things. And I believe people should be able to give to what they want to. And, you know, also like in the grocery store, when you see where they're running something, you know, you can always give them a a jar of peanut butter. To me, there's always a couple bucks. Absolutely. I agree. I agree. That was the call. So I don't know. So I guess what we're trying to really say is when we pay it forward, please let it come from the heart because that is the true meaning of it is to help other people because we want to and it's coming from the heart. And I don't know, maybe that guy had a bad day, like you said, Blake. (laughs) Maybe he hated his job. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. But anyway, all right, so Blythe, I thought we would take this segment to talk a little bit about this article by um, the Entrepreneur. Have you ever heard of Sarah? Sarah runs the Entrepreneur. No, I don't think so. So it's a great website. This is my husband calling. He always seems to want to call during my live radio show. But um, I'm sure he got that message. Okay, Blythe. So she came with this great um, article and it says seven tips to selling to more profitable stores. So as you know, Gluffy's is a product that, you know, is all about getting out there. We have to work so hard to get out into the marketplace. And as you know, with your book, it's the same thing. It's a tangible item that we've got to let the world know we exist. And one thing that happens especially with products, is that we try to go for the big retail stores. And it's such a grueling, grueling process. It's really difficult. You've got to actually get to the buyers themselves. And the buyers are inundated with getting hundreds of products a week. And if the store, the buyer actually takes your product, they have to kind of put their job on the line to say, well, if I only have a certain number of products I can take, if I take this product, is it going to take off? Is it going to flop? If it flops, what's that going to do to my percentage of success rate and all of that kind of stuff? So with that in mind, I thought I would take out this article because she had some really good tips. So it's seven tips um, to selling to more profitable stores. So her first tip here is how to nurture your relationship with boutiques and build a more successful business. Number one, buyer relationships. By working with a small store, you can usually form a stronger bond with a buyer that can lead to stronger sales and regular reorders. So when I was thinking about your book, Blythe, I was thinking about what I did last week. I actually went into the local pharmacy and um, it's one of those old-fashioned pharmacies where you can buy anything and everything in it and he was happy to take on my Glovius product and I have to tell you I must have run into about three moms that have told me that they 
So a glovey is in the pharmacy. I wanted to say, and did you buy it? I didn't, <laughs> Why? but they did see it. So I was just wondering, is this something you might have thought about doing with your book to just go into one of the local stores and maybe even create your own little sign and say, you know, great stocking stuffer. You know, here's a local mom, you know, a local, go ahead. It's a great, I think it's great. And I think next time you see them, you have to say, so did you try them? Yeah. (laughs) You know what? Make it light and say, what do you think? I think that's a great idea. And I'll tell you an interesting story. Before um, Borders went out of business, I visited the 12 Borders stores we had in my area and every store took my book because I went in and I talked to them and I said, hey, you know what? Just try five books. If, if you don't sell them, I'll take them back. And I did form that relationship with the manager, and they were fine. And actually, I had so many repeat sales and, you know, book signings. And I think whatever your product is, people like like the Christmas, the holiday cards that you're talking about. They like to feel, we all like to feel special. We don't want to be one of one in a million. So great idea. So I thought that was that was worthwhile. And um, yeah, the local bookstores, I have to tell you, they do sell other products. So now that we're talking about it, I might actually bring my Glovies into the local book review, you know, because they do sell lots of, you know, toys and other things other than books. So I might just do that for the holidays. That's local products idea. by local mom. Absolutely. Yeah. So, all right. So Sarah from the Entrepreneur came up with her, her second tip. Her second business tip is a wholesale website. Simply by offering the ability to shop online from anywhere or anytime, you open up the possibility of more orders. Blythe, how important is this? I got to tell you, a lot of my orders come at three o'clock in the morning. It's so funny. And we have no idea how these people are finding us, but they are finding us. So I think a website is truly, truly important. I agree. You have to, you have to send people someplace and they don't, they're not going to get in the car and go see. So if they can just pull it up online or on their smartphones, I agree. Yeah. So I think that's great. And then of course, you know, her tip number four was important. She said, your order forms and catalogs, you want to be sure your catalogs are easy to read and don't need any explanation as many of the buyers you will pursue will be in other cities make sure they have a clear image of the product a style number and the wholesale price so all of this stuff just kind of goes in also with the books right why each book has to have a certain identification number on it as well it's not a skew like product but right no no, you're right. That, yep. I'm sorry. And having your own order forms are a great way to make it easier for the buyer. So it's just so easy if somebody just kind of goes on the website, if they can purchase it directly, that's great. If you're not set up, I mean, nowadays, Blythe, I would think everybody's set up to just take money online, right? With PayPal and everything else, you know, so easy. Most- most people are, but you're, it's the easy because I found too when I, I mean, this was a number of years ago. If somebody says to you, okay, just leave me a book and leave me a form and I'll think about it. I mean, they forget because everybody gets busy and then you have to make another trip and pay for gas again and then start all over again and the person may not be in. So the easier, 
the better when you're trying to sell gloves or books or whatever it is. You know what? Just put in the number. I want 26,000 boxes of gloves. Sign the paper. Right. <laughs> that sounds great. That's so funny, Blythe. We only wish. But I have to tell you, sales and gloves, they're creeping up and it just baffles me how all these people are finding out about it. And I even went into, you know, Bed Bath & Beyond the other day. I was buying something off of a registry for a friend of mine who's getting married. And the woman had, had asked me, I don't know why the story came up, but she asked me what I did. And I told her I invented a product to keep kids' hands clean. They're called Gloveys. And she looked at me and she goes, oh, my God. I've heard of the product. I've seen it. And she went on and on and on. So I said to her, well, where did you see it? She said, I don't know. I saw it online someplace. And I said to her, oh, it must have been Amazon. She said, I'm sure it was because I'm always on Amazon. (laughs) So I thought it was quite interesting. What do you think about the next step? If you meet somebody and they're giving you all this information and they saw this, you know, your product and they didn't buy it yet. What do you think about going the next step and saying, you know what, let me send you a sample. Yeah, I mean, that sounds, that would be fine. That would be fine. I mean, I get to do that, but it always goes into, like you said, you have to decide on, well, you know what I do? Or I know my answer to Blythe. I have, I carry gloves with me all the time, all the time. So I was able to show it to her, but I had to ask her if she had children and she didn't have children. If I wanted to, I guess I could have just given her the sample right there because I can't even tell you how many samples I give to everybody. So that's a good point is to give out the free samples. And remember, we had somebody tell us that if you have a book, then give your book out instead of your business card. And a lot of times that would create a lot more sales. I think so. But if your book, I think you should take an excerpt from the book, not that I've done this, and a couple little excerpts with the chapters instead of giving the whole book. Because lots of different ways to do it. And people love to get something. They go home and go, look what I got. Don't you do that when somebody gives you something that's really fun? (laughs) I know. You're right. But Blythe, meanwhile, do you know what I'm doing? I'm getting ready for Halloween and I'm putting one single long pop in with a little card that says free shipping if you go on the website and purchase it so it's all about being creative as creative as possibly can but here we are we're going to come back and Blythe is actually going to share with us her five business tips so hang in everyone stay with us on paying it forward We'll be right back with more Paying It Forward with Josephine Jirasi right after these on toginet.com. It's not just time for a change, is it? It's Will you now imagine that you can and will transform your life? Will you suspend your disbelief and imagine that all things are not just possible, but probable? Imagine that you will meet guides, mentors, and trusted friends who believe in you, hold your hand as they point the way, and teach you to trust your own wisdom. The first of these friends is spiritual girlfriend Gail Carruthers. Gail will show you how to believe. 
Believe your perfect divine wisdom will reveal your worthiness. Believe that knowing your power will open your boundless courage. Courage to live consciously, fearlessly, and joyfully. And then know, know all these things are already here and waiting for you to bring them into your divine life. She is here to help you discover, believe, and know. So join Gail, your spiritual girlfriend, every Friday at noon Eastern Standard Time, only here on the WooHoo Radio Network. Mobile is the future, and the future is now. Listen in each week, Tuesdays, 4 to 5 Central, to Brilliant Mobile Marketing with your host, Mobile Mary, as we simplify the hottest marketing channel, Mobile Marketing, and share secrets on how you can use mobile to be more brilliant, be more profitable, and have more fun in your industry. Join us each week to learn from brilliant business leaders on how to simply and easily capture a list of raving fans and turn them into loyal customers. This show will help business owners, authors, and speakers realize their own brilliance by tapping into the insights of fellow brilliant business leaders. We will also showcase brilliant tools, both traditional and digital, that will make you more brilliant in everything you do. Don't miss your date with Brilliant Mobile Marketing and your host, Mobile Mary, America's mobile marketing expert, as she shares her success strategies every Tuesday from 4 to 5 Central on the Rockstar Radio Network. Welcome back to Paying It Forward, the show dedicated to helping every entrepreneur be more successful as we discuss accomplishments, lessons learned, and sharing those ideas. Now, let's get back to Paying It Forward with Josephine Jirasi on toginet.com. Well, welcome back, everyone. It's Josephine here, and I have Blythe Lipman with me, and Blythe is going to share with us her business tips. Um, Blythe, I just wanted to kind of wrap up Sarah's um, tips here on how to sell, you know, to more profitable stores. So her other suggestion was, her fifth tip was trunk shows, to try to get involved in trunk shows in all of these boutique stores. So I think that's a great idea you know, to kind of just get the word out about Glovies and your book. What do you think about that? You know, I think I think no matter what you do, you have to try, and you don't know if it's going to work. Like I know for me, I've done tons of book signings, but I don't always sell books. But at least I'm there, and who knows if that some person's going to tell somebody else or remember when they're having a baby. You know, the same for you. I think you have to try. I really do. It doesn't matter. Great idea. Okay, great. And then um, she just said to have incentives. An easy way to keep things fresh and new in everything we do in our business, offer incentives to your good customers. So that's all about just establishing the relationship and going back to what we had said earlier about grateful to our customers for, you know, giving us the business. So, and the more personable we can become with them, I think the better. You know, I agree, and I'll share something really quickly. My grandfather had a shoe store for 65 years, and he had something called shoe clubs. And he and two women or one person would be the runner of the club, and you could have 20 people in your club. And the way it worked is each week you gave the runner $5 or $10, and it went towards the shoes. And the runners got a percentage for bringing the money in once a week, and he had his books for his clubs. And people would come buy shoes, and, and he'd look on the book, and they'd say, yes, you have $50 this month to spend your shoes. It was a, They had Buster Brown. It was a family shoe right. store. 
And it was so great because the incentive was, okay, I can afford $5 out of my check this week and I know my child's going to need, you know, shoes for the holidays. So by the time December comes, I'll have this on the books. And I thought it was just so ingenious. I think that's great. It's so, so smart because even people weren't really thinking about it. Um, they would utilize it. Maybe they, they probably spent a lot more than the $50 once they got into the store, you know you what? Think? They did, and it was an incentive for them, but it was an incentive for the runners because they would get like 20% off of a pair of shoes or what. I can't remember what it gave, but anyway, it was. it's good. You do need an incentive. Yeah, I think that's great. All right, so thanks to the entrepreneur for those wonderful t- and um, Blythe, let's go on to wrap up our show with your five best business tips. Well, I am going to give you holiday business tips. Great. The first tip is I think that we need to set a sales goal for the holidays and try to make it realistic. That's the first tip. And, you know, we don't know every holiday is different and people wait for Black Friday because to save money. But I think you need to have something in mind. And if you find in the middle of the month, which is going to go into my next tip, that if you're if you set it too high or it's just not working, I think it's okay to change it. And you can, you know, do do an incentive like we were just talking. If you come in and, you know, if somebody buys gloves or if they buy a book. And I was, it's funny because I was thinking about my grandfather's store. Buy one, get the next one for 20% off. You know, maybe somebody wants to buy six boxes of Glovies, but if you give an incentive and you have people come in, you have more people and they buy 12 boxes or with my books, if you buy one book and the second book is 20% off just to kind of reach a goal for the holiday. And sometimes I think to set two goals because you don't, we don't know. You know what we don't know. So those are two tips. Did you want to say something? I'm sorry. I love the fact that you said as entrepreneurs, we've got to be willing to switch gears if we see that something's not working. And a lot of times it's probably one of the hardest things to do is when you have your heart set on doing something one way, the most important thing is to listen to the customers, do what they're asking to do. And I really think that's how the sales start to increase. Well, Does that I, you make know, sense? it makes a lot of sense. And um, that was two tips. Number three was I like, again, I love your show. You know, I love you. I love your show. and I love paying it forward. And whether you have a brick and mortar store or you're selling, you know, through Amazon or whatever it is, even with your email list, have some type of food or toy drive or something or something to give to the SPCA. I think it's great if you have a place if somebody wants to donate. Because it's all a great teaching moment for children, which, you know, what I talk about all the time on my show about everything's a teaching moment. So if you have a brick and mortar store and you just have, you know, bags and say donate a can of food or donate a toy or whatever it is, it doesn't have to be left to the fire departments or the nonprofits that, you know, come and do this every year. You can do it yourself. So. I think it just makes people remember. Oh, yeah, I remember last year my daughter gave, you know, a ball to put in the bag. Yeah, and it is teaching such lessons to the children. I think that's a great, great idea. I know with the Boy Scouts, what we do, Blythe, every year, we just stand outside of the supermarket, and while people are coming out, well, they see us there before they go, and they always, I got to, they can be so generous because you're making it so convenient for them that they, you know, 
just come out with bag of groceries, give it to the boy. They get so excited and it's just teaching them so much. And, you know, we actually bring boys, we take it the next step. We bring the boys right over to the warehouse where they're sorting out everything to give to the poor. And it truly is a life lesson. So that was a great tip. All right. So tip so number that was four. three. Tip number four, smile during the holidays. People are overworked. People are overstressed with the dinners and the foods and the company and the plane trips. Try to smile. You know what? It takes two seconds and it makes you feel better, even if it feels fake. When you go into it, when you go into a store and you have people that they're just really so grumpy because they're thinking, I don't want to be here. I have to go make dinner for Thanksgiving or whatever it is. I find that if you smile at somebody and if you go the next step and even give them a compliment, you know, everybody, there's always something to say to somebody nice. It just makes you feel better during the and it's like taking that cleansing breath that calms you down. So that's tip number four. Tip number five, you're going to love this. If you have a... (laughs) My grandfather would always give things away, give, have Christmas cookies. Or one year I had this great recipe for rum balls. So he used to pay me, talk about a teaching moment when I was like 12 and 13. He used to pay me to make rum balls and Christmas cookies and Hanukkah cookies. And when people came in, he always had something out to give them. Oh, that's so funny. And if you, especially if you have a small, or we know we were talking about boutiques and that type of thing. It's so great when somebody comes in to hand them a cookie. Everybody wants to eat a cookie or a piece of candy. You don't just have to go to C's or to one of the stores. And I, you know, we all like to get something. And yeah. I, I'm just picturing how grumpy people are during the holidays. That. So anyway, that was tip number five. It wasn't a business tip, but it was because what they do is they go, remember last year? Remember last year we went to that store and they gave us that delicious cookie or candy? So, Yeah, I think you're 100% right. I think just bring something during the holidays to show your appreciation that people are actually getting in their car and coming into your retail store is a big deal. I wonder how many people are doing that, Blythe. I know for myself personally, I haven't been going into this as much as I have been. Uh, selling quite a bit online, selling, listen, buying quite a bit online as well. You know, uh, I'm sorry, you just broke up. I don't know what you just said. Sorry. (laughs) That's so funny. I was saying that I wonder how crowded the stores really are going to be this year. You know, with everything, Amazon offering free shipping over $5, it's just, I don't know, part of me is like, does it really make sense to go into the stores? I don't know. Maybe an older too, Blythe, where I'm not crazy about hitting the stores like I used to. No, you know, but don't you remember when you're in an especially nice store? Uh, because, not because of the product so much, because they give you that one-on-one that we don't get. You know, so many times you go into a store and you ask for something is, and they go over there. But when somebody actually says, let me show you, and what are you looking for? Sometimes that's the store you want to go back to because you remember they were really nice to you. Absolutely. I agree 100%. So, um, so Blythe, I can't believe it. So now we're into November. I was just talking to somebody yesterday and, you know, one of your tips, the number one tip um, that you've given us to have your sales goals 
And it's so important, like I am determined to wrap up the year on a positive note. So it is all about sales now. And that's what I'm determined, Blythe. I hope you're on this train with me because I'm going to make success. I said to you, 13 was going to be the year that it was all going to come together and it has so far but um we're ready to make it happen what about you i'm right there same train taking the same trip i'm clapping for us because <laughs> i mean we work really hard you know like all the other entrepreneurs do and i think we have good products i'll toot our own horns for us okay and, you know, but, but people, again, have to know you have them, and they have to know you're there, and that's the number one key, no matter how we do it. They have to know, here we are. Yeah, no matter how many times we hear ourselves talk about our product, to realize other people haven't heard it before. So to keep repeating and keep going on. Are you there, Bluff? I'm here. Is that the, oh, is that the dog? I'm listening. No. No, I, we're having trouble with Skype today, so I think it was going in and out over here. Okay. But, uh, but Faith, I appreciate you coming on the show today, especially on your birthday. I thank you from the bottom of my heart. You're always full of great information, great business tips, and you're going to have a fun, fun show. I know a lot of people are going to be calling in for your birthday, and um, you have a great guest show as well. It's chock full of information. So I want to thank you so much. And why don't you tell my listeners time how they can get in touch with you? Well, first of all, thank you. What a great way to start off this birthday year. I will <laughs> never forget this. I'm telling you. And you can find so me happy. at babyinstructions.com and stay on the line and listen because Baby and Toddler Instructions is going to be coming up next. And Josephine is going to be on my show, too. Yes. I so. can't wait I can't wait. So thank you again, Blythe, and to my listeners. Have a wonderful week, and I'll see you on Paying It Forward. Thank everyone. Thank you for being a part of Paying It Forward with Josephine Girasi on Togginet.com. This show is dedicated to helping every entrepreneur be more successful. Each week we'll be discussing accomplishments.